Greetings and welcome to the Geek Pod. Today we're going to talk about Hamfest. What the heck is a Hamfest? No, it's got nothing to do with pork products. A Hamfest is an amateur radio convention, uh, amateur radio flea market to some. The whole history of the term is ham came from ham actor in the dawn of time, somebody who was starting up in the whole acting, singing business, they were called a ham. The first radio shows that ever went on the air, the first broadcasts, were done by amateurs, by tinkers, by experimenters. So that's where you get the term ham radio. Ham radio and festival together make ham fest. That's where it came from. Hamfest have been around since the dawn of time. Why? Because radio electronics in general used to be very, very expensive. Nowadays, we have all this disposable electronics around us that we take for granted. But you go back just to the 1970s and 80s and you look at the prices. Uh, for example, look at the price of the first cell phones. Look at the price of the first laptops. Uh, early laptop computer would cost you five grand in back then money. We're talking late 1980s, five thousand dollars for a laptop. So buy a new car, or buy a laptop. Now I can go buy a laptop for two, three hundred dollars in today's money. Electronics and technology have gotten drastically cheaper, but as you go back in time, electronics were very expensive. So you had these hobbyists that wanted to play radio, and stuff was really expensive. So what do you do when you can't afford new? You buy used. And that's how the whole ham-fest idea came about. You had people who were buying and selling equipment. There was a lot of used equipment going around, and that's where ham-fest came from. So the whole ham-fest idea is pretty much as old as amateur radio itself, and amateur radio is as old as radio is. It's an over-100-year-old hobby. So that's where that came from. Now, you got different size ham-fests, and in reality, an actual ham-fest is not only an area to buy and sell equipment, but there are also educational forums, so forth. There's guest speakers so forth. But people in general will call anything that has to do with a bunch of ham radio guys getting together, buying and selling stuff, they'll call it a ham fest. So let's go through smallest to biggest. The smallest is what is called a free flea. A free flea is where somebody has gotten permission to use a parking lot somewhere or maybe an outdoor building and everybody's invited. It's free to attend and it's free to show up and sell your stuff. There's nothing there other than a space. You bring your stuff, you bring your table, you bring your chairs, and you sit out there and sell your junk, and somebody else is selling their junk, and maybe you sell your junk and buy their junk, and it's just a big old junk tornado where everybody's swapping junk. That's a free flea. What do you find at a free flea? All kinds of random stuff because there's no overhead. There's no expense involved, so the cheapest, best deals on used equipment you will find will generally be at a free flea because the sellers have no overhead. The next size up, event-wise, the tailgate. 
tailgate is a flea market. That's it. It's a flea market for amateur radio type equipment, electronics, so forth. There might be a fee involved in getting a spot, five, ten bucks. But other than that, there's no other fees involved. It's same idea as a free flea, except you have to pay for your spot. That's all. Next one up would be the actual ham fest. This is where they have secured a building. So there will be stuff going on inside the building. There might be stuff going on outside the building. The norm is you have the stuff inside the building. You have sellers inside the building in the air conditioning protected from the elements. And you have people selling outside in a parking lot tailgate style. They'll actually call it a tailgate area or tailgaters. And you pay for a spot and you can sell outside or you can pay a little bit more. You can get tables inside. That's more along the lines of what your proper ham fest is about. Now, a proper ham fest, you're going to pay an entrance fee, whether you're an outside vendor or you're an inside vendor. There's going to be a fee involved. At a proper ham fest, you will have forums. The forums are an opportunity for you to learn about something. If there was some aspect of the amateur radio hobby that you want to learn more about, check the forum schedule for the Hamfest and see if there's going to be somebody talking about it, somebody doing a presentation. The forums are free. You might have to sign up so they can control attendance. Some forums are more popular than others. Some guest speakers are more popular than others. So if you see something you like, ask about it. Ask if you have to pre-register and get on board for that forum. At the bigger shows, you will see the radio manufacturers. At the small shows, at a free flea, you're not going to see the manufacturers. At a tailgate, you're not, unless it's a mom-and-pop operation that's just starting out and just happens to be in that area, you're not going to see the manufacturers at a tailgate. But at the Hamfest, you will see some of the manufacturers, and the bigger the show, the bigger the manufacturers that will show up. Now, let's talk about the cost to get in and the cost to sell. So, at a free flea, it's all free. There's no entrance fee. There's no cost to sell there. At a tailgate, there's generally no entrance fee, and there's a minimal fee for the spot. At a ham fest, you will have an entrance fee. It's very few ham fests that don't have an entrance fee. Most do. You'll have an entrance fee. You'll have a fee for your selling spot. It might be free to sell outside, and maybe there's a fee to sell inside, or maybe there's a fee for both. At a ham fest, expect there to be some kind of fee to get in and or to sell. And those fees can vary. It might be anywhere from 5 or 10 bucks to get through the door. Uh, there's some ham fest that want to charge you 20 bucks, the big ones, or more. It depends on the size of the show. As far as the cost of the spot, the spots outside are going to be cheaper than the spots inside. The cost to sell is going to be tied in to what you're going to see. If you're looking for old stuff, if you're looking for what other people might call junk, you're looking for old radios, you're looking for old stereo equipment, old parts, whatever you're looking for is old, you're probably going to have a better time finding it at the free fleas, the tailgates, or the tailgate area of the Hamfest. 
if you want to see the latest and greatest radio from one of the new manufacturers, uh, ICOM, Yezu, Kenwood, any of those people, then you want to be inside and you want to be at the big shows. So depending on the cost of the show and the attendance of the show is going to dictate what you find at the show. Now, at these big shows, the cost to sell there can sometimes be high enough to deter the guy who just wants to clear out the garage. He just wants to get rid of some extra stuff he has and doesn't want to pay $80 for a table. So, at some of the big shows, you might not see as much of the old stuff, as much as the secondhand outrageous deals as you will at the smaller shows and you'll eventually get a feel for what you're going to see now all of these type of events are hosted by a radio club so how do you find out about it go to arrl.org the american radio relay league website and go to the tab for hamfest calendar put in your state and it's going to show you the list of hamfests in your state it's also going to show you who's hosting it, what radio club is hosting that Hamfest. So you can go on there, click on that Hamfest, and a lot of clubs will have pictures of previous Hamfests. So you can look at the pictures and you can gauge how big the show is. The smaller shows tend to have cheaper stuff and a lot more of the older stuff. The bigger shows tend to have more of the newer stuff, the manufacturers, so forth. And there's going to be less of the wheeling and dealing with the low-priced used stuff because it simply is not worth taking that kind of merchandise to a ham fest that costs you 80 bucks for a table. So keep that in mind. Which one to attend? Well, it depends what you're looking for. Now, that's not to say that you're not going to find somebody at a free flea selling a modern radio of course you are because who brings the stuff another ham radio operator there might be somebody who bought a radio they're not happy with it anymore they want to buy something different they want to buy something bigger and better and they might take this really nice radio to a free fleet or to a tailgate and try to sell it there before selling it online so you can find some new stuff some high-end stuff at a free fleet or a tailgate Typically, the way it works is the high-dollar stuff is at the big shows. The cheaper stuff is at the small shows. Keep that in mind as you're hunting. Now, let's talk about when to get the deals. So, this hobby is a very, very old hobby. And there was a lot of, and still is, a lot of retirees in this hobby. So, it goes without further saying that there's a lot of people that wake up at the crack of dawn therefore unfortunately for those of us that are not morning people ham fests occur early in the morning and when i say early we're talking about it sometimes uh, the ham fest starts when the sun goes up literally so when do you get the deals Right at the beginning, early bird gets the worm you know just like the people who uh, go uh, yard sale hunting they always say the deals are early in the morning. Well, you get the deals early in the morning, right when the show starts. But you can also get deals at the end. Because there will be stuff that's been sitting there throughout the whole show. And it was either too expensive 
or people thought it was too expensive and nobody looked at it. So now you're at the end of the show. It's time to pack everything up and go home. And we all dread packing. So the prices go down. That radio that you were looking at that was $500 might suddenly be $250 now at the end of the show because I don't want to take it home and I want it gone. So your deals right at the start and towards the end. Now, how do you gauge when the end is? You got to watch the crowd because even though there might be a posted end time for a show, sometimes a show will clear out hours before the advertised end time is. That's just how it works. Hams are weird. So watch the crowd. If you see that it's starting to thin out, then that might be the time to go looking around for deals or making offers on things that you wanted that were out of your price range. That might be your time to throw that Hail Mary and see if you get a deal on it. Now let's talk about the people at the show. Hams are a special crowd. And I say that with a lot of sarcasm. There's a lot of special people in this hobby. We're a very unique hobby in that we're in a hobby of communications, yet when you put us all in a room, uh, there's a lot of introverts. So you're going to see some very interesting people at a ham fest. Don't let it get to you. There will be people that are really cool to talk to, and there will be people that you kind of wonder uh, how in the world did they get through life with that personality. Yes, it happens. Hams are unique. So when you go to the ham fest, you're going to run into a lot of interesting people. Some are going to be really cool. Some are, well, you know, I'd rather not even use those words here. But just keep that in mind and uh, laugh it off. If you run into one of those, laugh it off and enjoy yourself and just move along. There's plenty of cool stuff to look at. (coughs) Excuse me. Now, while we're on the topic of the oddities of the people, let's talk about some of the oddities of the stuff. There's a term you might hear at a ham fest. A few people gathered together and maybe giggling and pointing at something. And you might hear them say ham sexy. Oh man, look at that. That thing's ham sexy. Well, ham sexy could mean that something is really cool from a geek standpoint. But it could also mean that something is so jacked up, rigged up, put together MacGyver style that is just downright hilarious So you hear guys talking about a ham-sexy car, a ham-sexy mobile. There's probably a vehicle in the parking lot with like 16 antennas, a bunch of scanners across the dashboard, uh, reflective tape, weather whacker stickers, and who knows, something that is just laughable. That's what they're talking about, if you hear that term, ham-sexy. And by the way, if they're using the term ham-sexy... They're probably pretty cool people, uh, pretty chill, down-to-earth, easy to talk to. So don't let that scare you off. If you're looking for somebody who is outgoing uh, to talk to, to ask questions to, hey, can I ask you some questions about a radio? Do you guys mind? If you see the guys that are giggling and having a good time, those might be the ones you might want to talk to because they might have – 
the good information, they might be the ones that will actually take you somewhere. Look, man, what you're looking for is right here. And I say this because this hobby is just full of so many special people that some of them just have no personality. But the ones that are sitting there laughing about something, they definitely got some personality. And those might be the cool ones to ask the questions to about where something is at or where you can find something or an opinion on a radio or or what have you. So if you hear the word ham sexy, don't shy away from it. That's probably a good thing. This is our geek podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little bit about what a ham fest is. And if you get a chance to attend one, attend it. This, this is one of the few remaining aspects of ham radio that hasn't changed a whole lot and really is a lot of fun. 